Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. Insurance-minded speeches from Geico. It's a common expression, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. However, what if the horse's mouth is filled with useful insurance tools? This is the exact case with the Geico app. Yes, the app is free and therefore a gift horse. However, look inside the app and behold, emergency roadside assistance, digital ID cards, bill pay. Get the Geico app, look it in the mouth, get amazing services. Thank you. You've just joined the Prepper Broadcasting Network, where we promote self-reliance and independence. The views and opinions expressed are strictly those of the host or their guests. Visit us in the interactive chat room at PrepperBroadcasting.com. Welcome to the Prepping Academy. My name is Forrest. We have Kyle across the table. We are coming to you live on Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, every Friday night, right, Kyle? Every Friday. Every Friday night live. Um, hey, if you're on Blog Talk Radio, we ask you to go over to PrepperBroadcasting.com, and you can um, join into our interactive chat room where we have people chatting right now. Again, go to PrepperBroadcasting.com. If you're listening to this via podcast, you can join us every Friday night at PrepperBroadcasting.com. That's 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we have a, you know, it's live. Or you can just listen to on the podcast. You can be one of them. So, Kyle, there's some big news in your life. Oh, yeah. I found you're that pregnant. Money. Yeah. Oh, no, no. What is it? I only got the money for that changeover. No. Oh. <laughs> it's changed life, right? Yeah. No, no. Starting a new job. A new, new job. career path entirely. So after 17 years in my last one, I'm finally starting something entirely different. Yes. Chippendales is coming to Charlotte. And I have the body for it. <laughs> no. Whatever. That's... No, no, not quite. No. Not so quite. you start, and you start Monday. Start Monday. Yeah. Yes. That'll be exciting. Yes. Can you say my pleasure? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chick-fil-A. Okay, it's not yeah. Chick-fil-A. No, it's not Chick-fil-A. So, um, so you had, you've had a good week, I guess. Yeah, I've had a really good week. Okay, that's yeah, good. Decent. Good, good. Yeah. So, good job. 
excited about it. Well, I mean, you know, I, you, you sure enjoy it because you just got you started your job. What, uh, like four weeks ago, five months? It's been a month ago. Yeah, and I already own the company. Yeah, you wish. No, I don't. <laughs> hey, um, one th- oh my week, man, I had this stomach flu, like a stomach oh, yeah, bug. You texted me the other night, and you were like, "I'm sick," and I was like, "I don't Dude. care." It knocked me out. I was in a fetal position for 24 hours. You know what's funny how that happens? Because like when I get sick, as soon as I start throwing up, I immediately pretty much hit the bathroom floor and I start praying, dear God, I don't know what I did, but I'll never do it again. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but you know what? One of the ladies from our group saved my life. With essential oils. With these, I got some, what's the, the, is it thieves or these oil? Yeah. She told me to drop um, four drops in a cup of water, small cup of water, and drink it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I did not throw up again. Yeah. It was amazing. She saved my life. I mean, I don't know if I go quite that far. No, no she literally, when I was throwing up that, where, where she you, saved my you, life. You, you were praying, huh? <laughs> yeah. You were praying hard. Man, she even offered to bring me some um, activated charcoal. Because oh, cool. we didn't know if it was food poison or stomach, whatever it was. It just tore me up. Well, usually food poisoning is front and back. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Um, we don't want to go there. No. <laughs> I want to stay I on mean, the we, front we, end. We can, we can turn that into a prepping conversation. It deals specifically with dehydration. Oh, goodness. Kyle, you take it. Mm. That's some Bear Grylls sort of conversations here. Yes. So we've got an interesting topic. Before we get into your uh, conspiracy theory of the week, we've got an interesting topic this week, which, which is force multiplier. Man, there's, I mean, there's so many paths you can go on this. I'm looking forward to the conversation because oh, yeah, I yeah, know awesome. your end in the force multiplier always ends with C4. No, that's just how it begins. Oh, that's how it begins? Okay, okay, that's how yours begins. No, 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 I wouldn't say Sorry. it begins like that. Okay. I wish. Okay. I wish. Well, um, we're going to get into a time we call Kyle's Conspiracy Theory of the Week. Um, if you don't know, Kyle and Alex Jones are like college roommates. Okay, that's that's a no, lie. No, he, None of this is what I'm like, telling like, you like, is true. No, it's like, the truth. But... You 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 you're known to believe a lot of different conspiracy theories, and I, I and I have given it to you that um, that you made a point that every conspiracy theory has a little bit of truth, and I'm okay with that. And that's why I kind of picked this one for this week because there are some conspiracy theories that have absolutely no truth to them, and there's an agenda behind them. Okay. And it ticks me off, and this is one of my personal gripes, probably one of my biggest pet peeves. And I've told you a little bit before in my history, there's people I've come across that have helped shape, just like you, you know, people have helped shape your views. Mm-hmm. And what gets you started in prepping? And one of my biggest ones was a Holocaust survivor. And there is a rampant denial of the Holocaust going on across the world. And it's, it's everywhere from Germany and even in the United States. And there's a ton of historical revisionists that are trying to deny it. And they come up with all sorts of cockamamie theories and everything from, well, the, the numbers are wrong. There really wasn't five to six million Jews that were killed. There was only, you know, maybe four million. So, therefore, it was all false. Or there's, I've even heard something recently. Someone tell me. And you can look this stuff up on the Internet. And there's actually communities that buy into this crap. That everyone that went over to fight uh, over in World War II, they never did any fighting. No one ever seen any action. 
And I'm thinking, so the, so the photos, the movies, everything, like, oh, those were produced by, you know, Goebbels and, and people like that on both sides. It was all propaganda to, to bring about a one-world government and stuff like that. I'm like, well, I find that a little hard to believe because I, I have a family member who actually served during World War II. Mm-hmm. He's, he's you know, gone now, bless his heart, but he was actually one of the uh, the few men that was in the Battle of Bastogne from day one and one of the final men to leave. And to know Holocaust survivors, I've, I've known three in my lifetime, mm-hmm. to know people who <clears> served <throat> in World War II, to speak to veterans, everything that we have out there, and all you can manage to think is, why the hell would you deny this? Yeah, that's just... I mean, we we have thousands of veterans that came back from World War II with one arm, one leg, no legs. I mean, they're going to tell you the truth when their leg is gone. Yeah, not hey, I lost. That's this not leg. a mirage now. Not, That's not Forrest Gump where they make yeah. Lieutenant Dan's legs just. Yeah. It's it's not disappear. hey. Oh, I didn't really lose this in a war. I, it was extreme poker. Right. You know that's not that's not how that works. That just is nonsense. That well, is crazy. And when we have videos of the people, I mean, they they the Germans were, I mean, they they have videos of walking them through the camps and killing them and yeah. with the bone piles. I mean, yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah, it's really sick. But what, what I find typically, and the reason I mention this is. All of the, the civil unrest that we're seeing in the United States today, and even over in Europe, there are two specific groups of people that push this agenda. Mm-hmm. Muslims are typically the main ones who push it. Hmm. And on the same side of the spectrum, there's also a lot of African-American people who belong to like associations like Black Lives Matters who have, have encountered plenty of times, and they will push this same idea. Why do they do that? What's their agenda? Well, they, they don't believe that the Jews who are over in Israel today mm-hmm. are the true Jews. They believe they're the rightful owners, despite all the prophecy and everything mm-hmm. else that's been fulfilled by those individuals. Right. They claim that it is a, mm-hmm. a Nubian race or an Arab race mm-hmm. that belongs over there. And it's just that vehement hate and unforgiveness and jealousy that they have for those people over there. That brings them to put out this sort of conspiracy, and unfortunately, there's too many people that buy into that sort of stuff. I just can't imagine this day and age with the technology, the firsthand accounts, the it is it has to be a it's it's not even a conspiracy theory. It is more of a brainwashing, um, trying to brainwash people that it really didn't happen. Oh yeah, and there, there's there's people over there, and what I find typically is a lot of this originated from the Japanese and Germans who were trying to basically whitewash what had happened, mm-hmm. and they'll go in there and they'll lie like, oh, we went in and did chemical testing and analysis, and the you know the facilities at Auschwitz, there was no chemicals used, there was no gas chamber stuff like that. I'm like, you're we, full of crap. We found them. Yeah, yeah. The Nuremberg trials are over. Yes, your secret's out. You're full of crap. Mm-hmm. Quit covering up. And that, nothing makes me more enraged than that. Is, that is, that is, that is. So I've done a lot of plausible conspiracies. I figured I'd want to throw one out so there that's just like total hogwash. That, let's just talk between me and you. Okay. Dude, don't you want to just punch them in the face? No, I want to curb stomp them. Or punching or, someone in the face is, is too or, playful. Or that. put them in jail for their stupid thoughts. I mean, they don't, people that have that kind of thought, that, I mean, and that thinking. And are trying to teach others 
that type of thinking, they should not be on earth with us. I actually know a a former employee of mine. He belonged to some sort of... Now we'll go back on the radio. Okay. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) This employee, he he belonged to some sort of like Moroccan Uh sovereign citizen movement, and he was was African-American. His father was into this. He actually told me one day, I said it, because I kind of knew what he was into, and I've read FBI reports on this, the group that he belongs to. And I basically just outright asked him, I said, do you, what do you think of the Holocaust? I mean, you mm-hmm. believe it happened? I've read some things that right. say it didn't happen. And he's like, ah, nah, it didn't happen. I'm like, well, how do you know? He's like, well, my dad told me. Oh. And we talked about this. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and there again is that, that blinded agenda, just that vehement hate that people have for Israelis and Jews. And it, it's, it's absolutely sickening. Little country, few million people, the whole world hates them. Except yeah. America. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's and, and, and it's that's still in prophecy right there, in yeah. a sense. It absolutely so. is. And, and Christian, you know, just to go along with that, persecution is up in every nation, they're saying, over this past year. I've been persecuted. I think we all have been. <laughs> I'm I mean, just kidding. I, I, no, I mean, no, no joking aside, though, but if you, if you were to walk out in the most places in America today and say, oh, you know, I don't support, you know, or men being able to use women's bathrooms. You're going to get persecuted. Or if I go out and say, hey, you know, I think Trump's a great president. I had it happen this week in our church. Oh, in our church? In our church. They must – well, I can't say that. No, I think I think I may have said something like but uh, No, but, I mean, people who have a very liberal agenda. That's different opinion, I guess. But, there, I mean, that one guy – there, some guy was punched at one of the rallies and beat senseless. But well, there's a lot it. of hate. There is. At least I didn't um, get beaten senseless in church. I, I, my question is this. Uh, there's hate on both sides. Let's be real. Oh, yeah. Okay. We, <clears throat> when we hate, we don't demonstrate and punch people and destroy things. Let me segue. When this. the conservatives. Let, okay, me, go let me segue this. We'll just, we'll just go ahead and get our topic. No, we, we don't need to hate. We don't need to, to punch anyone or anything. We have force multipliers. That's <laughs> <laughs> We don't even need oh. to be involved that far ahead. Right. No, I'm not saying you, you go to that point, but obviously. Yes. Yeah. But yet, when they hate, they feel like the world's going to end, and they have to do something about it. And they have, I mean, their idea is just crazy. Yeah. You know, it's the and you know what? I guess we know it's going to get worse. So why are we surprised that this has happening? I mean, seriously, it's going to get worse. Why are we surprised that it's happening? You know, years ago, I remember thinking the Bible said everything would happen suddenly. I remember thinking, mm-hmm. how the heck could it happen suddenly? I see all this stuff. And then there was like a few things. It was like back in the early 2000s. It was like, there's only a few things I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after like maybe 2006, 2008, 2010, I'm like, well, now it's really picking up. And then ever since like 2012 to 2014, right? It's mind-boggling. It's like the news stations can't or Drudge Report, Zero Hedge, uh, all of them. They can't keep up with what's going on because there's so much happening around the world. Mm-hmm. So it is, things are definitely accelerating. Yep. Well, um, okay, that's a that's a great. Gosh, that's a conspiracy theory. Of that's kind of like a reverse conspiracy theory. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I blew your mind. I've got to think about this, but not right now. Yes. It'll take me a couple of weeks to get my brain thinking. Okay, so tonight's topic is force multiplier. Now, 
when I started looking at this, I I was thinking everyone automatically goes to tools, right? Absolutely. They go to you know they want to do the fun side of practice. a grenade, you know, a machine gun. They're for most parts, absolutely. But we're going to touch on, excuse me, some of the basics in the beginning. Let's just touch on them. Well, let's just define what a force multiplier is to begin with. Okay. And it is essentially is anything that is going to give you an upper hand mm-hmm. against an adversary. And that, and quite frankly, if you're fighting a fair battle, you're losing. Yeah, I have a, a post that I've used. If you're in a fair fight, your tactics suck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I, I love that. I mean, I, I got that from someone. But um, if you're in a fair fight, your tactics suck. And that's the truth, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Who wants to be in a fair fight? Not me. Mm-mm. I want to win with, you know, uh, mojito sitting in my hand and my feet up on a lounge like chair. Playing tic tac toe. Yeah. I mean, no one wins. Yeah. Well, and maybe someone will make a mistake and win. So the yeah. first one I put, I, I, I listed five things down, and these are basic, and you can, I want you to chime in. Okay. And you may have different, but I went with kind of like, okay, me. Okay, I have no tool. It's just me. What kind of force multiplier can I have other, over other people? My first one I list was knowledge. Um, the more I know, like Jeopardy. Yes, yeah, like okay. Jeopardy. The more I know, if it's and I'll, I'll relate that with the next one too, which is skills and training, because I can know Krav Maga, but yeah. if I don't have the skills and training, I can't use it. So if I'm fighting with a person that has no skills of fighting, and I have Krav Maga, then boom, that's a force multiplier, correct? Mm-hmm. And the next one, I, I put um, team and people. Who do I have around me that is, that is, you know, trained that I can use as, them as a resource? Well, that's, a, that's a really big one right there is having a team and tactics. Mm-hmm. Anytime you have something where it's already planned out and down to a T what you're going to do, Mm-hmm. That right there is an excellent example of a force multiplier. And I put with that relationships because if if I'm in, um, let's say if I'm walking and I know a couple people and all of a sudden a game comes up. And one pats you on the, the oh wait, no, that's dude, the wrong relationship. Dude, Sorry. Dude. No. And if people see me in a struggle, you know, friends, family, neighbors will would come and help depending on what kind of relationship and the team I have. So, your force multiplier is people, people you know, and it's your skills. I, yeah. I think that's that's one that everyone can can, can work on. Mm-hmm. If you have no friends, you're screwed. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good reminder. <laughs> How are you, friends? <laughs> you, your, your wife. I mean, well, okay, never mind. Um, so that's where I went with some basic skills. Um, people you have around you, your personal skills, your knowledge. I think that's a good force multipliers. Yeah, absolutely. I, I put down for mine is just a mental preparation, actually. Oh, mindset. Yeah, kind of kind of role-playing what you could encounter, what you're going to go through. Uh, land navigation is a big one. And then also being able to read constellations. A lot of people don't understand, but like some of the best movements can happen at night. Knowing which way you're going. Mm-hmm. And being able to so navigation, yeah, absolutely, but not but Pisces, night, no, no, but nighttime <laughs> navigation, using your constellation, not your astrology, your okay. astronomy, okay. Um, recruiting is another big one, being able to actually mm-hmm. persuade people and, yep. and sell what you're doing. You know, if 
it does come down to something that's totally a raw scenario without rule of law and you encounter other folks, you have to be able to sell yourself and your cause. You can't just simply say, I'm X, we're doing Y and Z, and you're with us or you're not. Right. You, you got to have good to leadership it. skills to convince them. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Intel gathering. And we talked yep. a little bit about that a couple of weeks ago. We had yep. uh, Sam Culper on there. He has some excellent material out there for people to look at. Um, Deception is another one. Ooh, and, and that doesn't necessarily that mean down. deceiving people who are on your side, but being able to deceive people who might be right. adversaries. And a lot of that I put down the next one comes with psychological intimidation and basically making sure that, you know, something does happen. You would have a reputation. It doesn't mean that reputation has to be real, right? but it might mean that that reputation spreads and people have that perception of you and therefore they don't do anything. And that's what I'll share this one piece of intel that I have and everyone in my group has is we have these sweet um, masks that have skull faces on them. Mm -hmm. And we show up with them with our helmets and our gear and our sunglasses and we're standing in front of a road of about seven or eight of us. It's going to be pretty intimidating to people. And And that's one of the reasons we have that kind of gear. Exactly. Yeah. Would, would, is that, is that yeah, right into what you're absolutely. saying? Absolutely. I mean, there, there's a lot of people who go, and, I, and I'm kind of the opposite. A lot of people say, gray man, gray man, gray man. Mm-hmm. Like, you just want to be completely. Well, sometimes you do like, want to be gray yeah, man. Yeah, I, think there's a, I think there's a time and a place. Yeah. But I also think there's a time and a place to represent yourself and represent the group you're mm-hmm. with. And nothing says fear like carrying around an AR-10, you know, and if it all body armor, vest and gear and. A mask, mags, sunglasses, yeah, helmet, like, bulletproof. Oh, yeah, that yeah. is. I think I think that's what they call BAMF. Yeah. You know, and people just see that and they're like, I, I'm just not going to bother with it. Yeah. it. You know, one of the things, mm-hmm. that, and I, I've never misrepresented myself. I've never said anything about Valor Thief or anything like that. But a lot of people come up to me based on the way I carry myself and they automatically assume they start asking me, "Are you were you a ranger? Were you yeah. a SEAL? Something like that. That is true. And they speak to my confidence. Because I call you the, sometimes I'll say he's the, he's the SEAL that was never a SEAL. Yeah, yeah. Or the ranger that was a, never a ranger because yeah. everyone thinks you are yeah. or X. And it's not because I try to convey that, but there's just something about being comfortable in your own skin and people see that and they back off. Mm-hmm. So that was good. That was good. Um, so then we kind of get in. Okay. So we've, we've done mindset. We've done um, deception, skills, um, people you have around you. Well, how about other things like terrain? Yeah, terrain's another great one. Making sure you actually know your terrain and have it prepared. I seen someone put something in there, and it was it was a little nefarious. Something about having uh, infectiously uh, tainted spikes, like a, a pit oh. with spikes, like, like the Vietnamese They're did. Putting that in our chat room? What no, are they? No, like, we got all the crazy ones tonight. Yeah, we did. Oh but, yeah, I see that steel change. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Some severe stuff, but obviously, and I mean, there's a lot of stuff that people can learn too. You know, preppers have this mindset that they want the latest and greatest. Mm-hmm. To go back to like the 15th century, even further, some of the terrain maps, like the stuff that the Romans did, it, you did that stuff today. Most of these snowflakes, if they ever tried to go anywhere, they mm-hmm. would just give up. They would look at these spikes and these layouts, and they'd just say, eh, "I'm done. I, I quit." Right, and even just knowledge of the terrain, like if you had a topo map, um, your road map satellite map or photos of like aerial views 
that gives you knowledge of the area. Choke points. Choke points. Yardages, everything. D- retreats. I mean, it gives you, I mean, you know, difference. Tw- I mean, cover and concealment where you can find in there. I mean, so just having that knowledge is a force multiplier. Yeah, absolutely. You know, let me step back here just to one of my Uh-oh. one of my favorite ones is the psychological intimidation. I've said for years, one of these days I'm going to go out, maybe next Halloween, and I'm just going to buy hundreds of a dollars. A clown outfit. <laughs> I'm smack you. I'm going to buy probably just a few hundred dollars of just fake blood, the, the silicone molds, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. And just for the sheer and simple fact that if anyone if something ever does happen, you know, say people are say say you live in a city and people are going house to house. I've always been a big proponent of you make everything just look thrashed. I mean, I, I even go to the extent that I even have spray paint. And they, uh, whatchamacallit? I know the UN and U.S. forces, they use, in FEMA, they use orange fluorescent spray paint. On the side of the house. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make it look miserable as all heck, bust out windows, throw the flat screen in the front yard. And then if I can get, like, a nice little, like, fake-looking body or something like that, some fake blood splattered out <laughs> everywhere, Did I'm going to make it look like, oh, my God, I don't know what happened here. But I'm not going in there. You it's guys, not worth getting candy. Exactly. It's not <laughs> worth looking for anything. This this one's you know, gone. That doesn't even surprise me. No. <laughs> you know, it, sometimes it's such a miserable thing. You just have to find a way to make it fun. Yeah. And, and that's that's one of the ways you can do it. But you know, that's one way of psychological intimidation. Another thing is I plan on having some loudspeakers. It's one of the things I'm going to try and add to my my EMP box. Why? Because if anyone's ever so held up something, you can put on Madonna. Yeah, so I put on Madonna. <laughs> no, I'm going to play some of the scariest Metallica, Five Finger Death Punch, Slipknot, something like that, so I can put up some loudspeakers. So if there's ever a scenario where I just need to get someone to go insane to leave their house or leave their cave or something like that, just go old That's school. not worth it. No, yeah, it, Man, it, from it, 100 it, yards, man, I could take that speaker no, out. No, no, Come I, on, man. No, I'm saying where it's already trapped. Okay. If you're already hunkered down okay. inside something, you, you just sometimes you have to, to relate things to a psychological standpoint. You're of, just mean and evil. I am. <laughs> I am. You can take a full dentist outfit just I, in case you <laughs> need to... <laughs> For some intel, pull someone's tooth out or something. That's Maybe. that is it's you. A little, it's a little diabolical. Uh, just, just y'all keep in mind, Kyle and I are not in the same group. <laughs> <laughs> He's too afraid. <laughs> Holy cow! Get maybe like the uh, what should we call it? The the butcher smock. <laughs> that'll be my and a chainsaw. Yeah, that'll be my tactical. Oh like, my tactical goodness! Setup. Okay, I mean, you you kind of got a point there. I mean, you had me the first time, but when you went back into it, no. So um, I said terrain, maps, knowing your area. Even if you're downtown Charlotte or wherever you are and there's a grid down or whatever, knowing how to get around buildings, around streets, to to um, to get away from the, you know, uh, riots or whatever. Um, so that, that that is a force multiplier. Yeah. In a sense, just even retreating could be a force multiplier. Kyle is so enthralled. Uh, I like G-Man's idea here. Heads on a post running a house. You know, I've actually thought that. Oh, my word. This is why I like G-Man. He's, he's, he's great for stuff like this. But, G-Man you know, read the book um, One Second After if, where they hung the guy from the bridge. Well, I'll tell you, actually, in all honesty, are you, are you familiar? You're familiar with Dracula. You've heard of Dracula. Everyone's heard of him. Are you familiar I with the true story? Your blood. No. Don't be, don't be that. Okay. Don't be that. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> you've, heard, you've, heard, you've, you've heard of Vlad the Impaler. That's that's where the story actually yes. comes off. Yes. And one of the ways he was known for being so 
notorious was basically his adversaries, whenever his army slaughtered them, they took them and basically put them on post. And I said, you know, if, depending on how bad things ever were or something like that. I just couldn't I, do that. I, I, I would have no – depending on what the scenario was, I would have no problem with something like that. I think it's – you know, if there's, if there's bad people in the world, they're doing bad things. Sometimes you need to send a message. Well, that's why the name of your group is called Death, Death, <laughs> and More Death. <laughs> Maybe. Mine is Peace, Love, and Happiness. Yeah. Rainbows. <laughs> Rainbows and unicorns. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so let's get into some other things. Um, of course, let's get into comms. Yeah, communication is a huge thing. And there's so many different things when it comes to comms. I mean, there's, you, you know, radio to listen to the weather yeah. or the emergency broadcast channel. Um, there's even just listening to the radio stations, to TV, to shortwave, to ham, to a thing. I got close call. I have a radio called close call. It has close call. So anyone transmitting within my, my range of where I am, it will automatically tune in their frequency and I can listen to them. Huge force multiplier. Yeah. I can listen to everything they say. I can then turn to their frequency and get my entire team to listen to what they're saying. So I think, and not only listening is a force multiplier, but also being able to transmit with your team is a huge force multiplier. Yeah. So comms are huge. Would you? Yeah. Huge. They're hugely. Yeah, and, and comm etiquette, like not farting into your comm or yeah. inappropriate, you know. Dude, I fought in your jet. Okay. Um, so <laughs> comms are, and listen, getting information from like, um, I mean, if there's a grid down, no one has a radio, and you can listen to what's going on on Voice of America or something, mm-hmm. huge. Huge. That's like your new favorite word for some reason. Huge. Is there any reason? Hugely. I don't know. I'm feeling good though. We, you know, Donald Trump and I have been working, and we we brought two hundred and forty some thousand jobs to America. You know, in January. This is totally off topic, but I, I figure someone listening, you know, they might find this way. We're talking about new catchphrases, and they were, they were talking about something on the radio, and I don't know why, but lately I've been obsessed with. Holy crap on a cracker. I don't know why crap on a cracker is What the funny. heck is that? I don't know where it came from, but Holy my one day someone said something to me and I was like, crap on a cracker. And they just thought it was the funniest thing. And I'm like, ever since then, it's just, I think. I that think was your big... son and he was just no, being nice. No, 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 no. It was at work. And my son does not participate in child labor. <laughs> Thank you. But. Holy cracker. Batman. You got to put Batman in there. No, I'm not going to. And like it sounds Batman. better. I don't like Batman. Oh. You like Robin, don't you? No, I don't like the the entire franchise. Mm. There's some sort of like pent up homoerotic something um, going on. There. Oh my gosh! Hey guys, um, G Man, if you're ready in the studio, we want to take a quick commercial break. Um, for um, and we are ready. Um, we'll be right back in a few seconds. Hey, let's take a quick break. Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com.
want to get the best deals possible on preparedness items locally and online? Check out the American Preppers Network Buyers Club Membership, APN Gold. APN Gold members get exclusive benefits including access to discounts and specials to the best preparedness stores on the web. Save big by getting APN Gold today online at apngold.com or dial 1234-JOIN-APN. That's 1234-JOIN-APN or apngold.com. Find peace of mind for your family at Forge Survival Supply. Founded by United States Marine Corps veterans, Forge is the premier destination for quality American-made survival and emergency preparedness products. Freeze-dried foods, water filtration, fire starters, fully equipped bug-out bags. Find everything your family needs to stay safe, protected, and nourished during times of uncertainty at ForgeSurvivalSupply.com. Delivery is fast, and it's free on all orders. Need help? Call our 24-7 support team. As a listener of this program, Forge Survival Supply would like to give you an additional 10% savings. That's right, an additional 10% off your entire order, plus free shipping by entering discount code SURVIVOR at checkout. That's ForgeSurvivalSupply.com and use discount code SURVIVOR. Hi, this is Ron Paul. I am a former congressman, physician, and presidential candidate. The world is in turmoil. Things like Ebola, earthquakes, wars, and famines are commonplace. As Americans, we are largely sheltered from these events. However, in parts of the world, just having enough food is a huge problem. For some of us, there is the nagging thought that we may not always have it so good. So we keep some food on hand just in case. My family and I have found a product that helps us do this better. It's a home freeze dryer from Harvest Right. With it, we eat healthier and store a little more food. We freeze dry everything we love to eat, and it lasts up to 25 years. Who knows what the future will bring? One thing's certain, my family and I will always have food on the table. To learn more, go to HarvestRight.com or call 800-923-9591. That's HarvestRight.com or 800-923-9591. Hey, guys, we are back here on the Prepping Academy. Hey, guys, our website is PreppingAcademy.com. Please go over there and, um, you know, sign up for a mailing list. I, have, I mean, I don't spam you at all. I think I, I think I haven't – I don't think I've sent one in 2017. There was just that one situation. It was like that Anthony Weiner situation. No, yeah, that was just that one time. No. Gosh. Yeah. So go over and join our mailing list so we can we can send you out. I mean, I know we're going to uh, have some big guests, some big shows coming up, but that's it, preppingacademy.com. Go there and sign up. I also want to give a shout-out to, um, if you're in the Carolinas, we have an organization called Carolina Preppers Network, and it, that's the exact um, name of the on the URL, Carolina Preppers Network. Someone in the chat room will put it in CarolinasPreppersNetwork.com. We have meetups in 10 cities throughout the Carolinas, and we have leaders in each of the cities that do an amazing job of teaching um, people different subjects each month. And you can find them on meetup.com, or you can go to Carolina Preppers Network. And currently we have over 3,800 members. So if you're in the Carolinas, please join us over there. Um, again, it's Forrest and Kyle, 
Prepping Academy. We are live every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on PrepperBroadcasting.com. Um, if you can't catch us live, go over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Intune. There's a ton of different places that that that, that has our um, our podcast. Just um, look us up, Prepping Academy. Um, so I'm here with Kyle tonight. We're talking about force multiplier. We've talked about knowledge, the skills a person could have. We're kind of getting into the tools. For a minute there, Kyle went all dark on us. I mean, just death, mega death. All, and so I'm trying to reel him back to rainbows and unicorns. You're insane. <laughs> so, um, so some of the things. So now we can get into some tools. I mean, this, and there's some cool tools that you can have. Comms are cool. Yeah, but you gotta have you gotta know comms. Okay, one thing is a force multiplier. Just owning it doesn't get make it a force multiplier. Would you agree with that? Oh yeah, you definitely have to know how to use you it. You gotta use it, especially with like ham radios, shortwave radios, um, even like monitors. a gun. I mean, there are people in the world. If you hand them a gun right now, they would go. Uh, pew, pew. Yeah, and you know me, I I make the case for like belt-fed weapons and yeah, you uh, and everything else. So I'm surprised. I bet your house is built around an M1 tank. <laughs> that would be nice. It's the inside of the living room, and no one knows about it. And when the crap happens, you're just going to drive it right through your wall. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. That would be a force multiplier, would it yeah. not? Yeah. You could pretty much go in anyone's house you want to. Yeah, <laughs> and right on through. So um, some of the some of the force multipliers that everyone I mean these are these are the easy ones, but um, I'm going to first talk about um, in a, you know crap hits the fan situation because we got we got to cover just a couple before we get into the big tools is mm-hmm. um, barriers for people if you had barriers before they could get to your retreat your location your food and your team kind of got that covered. That everyone knows that's a force mode, but let's talk about guns. Can, oh. we, can we say that? Guns, oh, please. Guns, louder. Guns, <laughs> <laughs> dude, you are sick. Yeah, but guns, huge force multiplier. Yeah, not, not unlike your 22 long rifle, though. But I mean, you know, dude, I can knock someone from 500 yards with my 22. Yeah, let me let me ask you an important question. And it question. cost me. Eight cents. Let me ask you an important question. When we're talking force multipliers, a lot of people, they go out, they buy their first AR, AK, whatever, and they never really get diversified in their ammo. There's definitely specialty ammos out there. Yes. Do you own any incendiary rounds? I own, no, I own some tracer rounds. Is that okay? No, tracers are going to be a little bit different. Yeah, I own tracers mainly for, for yardage. Yeah. And for, um, Yes. And that's for your M249, right? No. Oh, that's for your 22? No. It's for my AR. <laughs> okay. Well, one of the points I'd like to make is a lot of people have this Hollywood theory that, you know, if you're ever in any sort of firefight, you can just shoot a car and a car's going to blow up or something like that. And that's, that's that, not, that doesn't happen. Mm. So there are certain things within your force multipliers where you can do it to up the ante a little bit. Mm-hmm. And tracers are actually a really good, you know, they're a tactical advantage because a, a lot of preppers, a lot of other individuals, they go out there. They have nothing like that. So whenever it comes to something as complex as changing your yardage, they're not going to be really familiar with how to do that on their site. Right. 
to go from 100 to 500 yards mm-hmm. or maybe even not a little bit further, particularly like, you know, if you're trying to suppress something. Right. Um, another one I, I really like is I love my 338 Lapua Magnum. A lot of people go out there and they go for, you know, ammo availability. Obviously, probably 50 BMG is a little bit more available, but you're not going to come across those that much. You're not. If you don't have it, you're not going to find it again. Yeah. So I, I, I really like to get into weapons like that that are just I – mean, if I could get a 20 millimeter, it would be even better, you know, an anti-tank rifle. But Well, you would, but I would rather have a gun that I can walk in 80, 50% of the houses and find ammo and use it in my weapon. Yeah, but I, I like to have a wide assortment. So well, I that, do too. You know, I can replenish. I, I mean, like, I have 22s, 9 millimeters. I have even a 9 millimeter carbine. Yeah. The shoots the same as a nine millimeter, nine millimeter handgun. And, you know, I got my ARs. And I mean, think I, we I def- got the whole range. Yeah, I think we definitely agree. Like guns, there's a gun for everything. There's they're, yeah. they're tools. It's just like if you're if you're gardening, you're not going to use the pickaxe for everything that you're going to do. Right. And you're not going to use a twenty two to breach a door. <laughs> yeah, you'll be there for a while. <laughs> yeah. You might alert someone. So, I mean, uh, you need a shotgun for that. Or my foot. Well, that. Yeah, and I'm still trying to make that case for the whole belt fed. I'm, thinking, belt an R- fed. I'm thinking an RPD. Dude. So, the guns. Uh, guns have different uses. And there's also a force multiplier of having silencers. And I'm hoping that bill passes this that year. That bill is going to go through. I hope it is. We got the people up there. It is humane to use silencers when you hunt. It is louder than a jackhammer. It saves your hearing. Mm-hmm. And it's guy. safer on ranges, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So anyway, guns. The next would be, I'm going to go right to body armor. Yes, body armor is a huge one. And I, I, would, I would love I to go. I think Kyle sleeps with body armor on. Um, it's a little heavy on the lungs, but yes, I usually sleep on my side anyway, so it's fine. Dude, that's way too much information. Yeah, no. <laughs> As I spoon my, my AR. Dude, no. dude. I, oh, I, I would believe that you would sleep with your AR, actually. Yeah. But um, body armor is huge. Yeah. Now, there's um, ceramic. Uh, no, no. Don't do ceramic. Uh, I, you know, some people like ceramic just for the weight, but I, I don't think it's worth it. You drop it once and... Yeah, no one in war wears ceramic. It's plain and simple. I don't know anyone in the military that wears ceramic. If they're in war, they're not. I mean, if you're a police officer and you're 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 not going to be shot at, is well, it's changing, but it's just don't go ceramic. You want to go steel plate, correct? Yeah. With the um, anti-spalling, anti-spalling on. Yeah. And they don't cost a lot. No. I mean, what does the rig cost to hold it? Um, Fifty. You can, get, you can get a cheap one for fifty. You can go for a nicer one up to maybe two, three hundred if you want to go all out. But you can get a cheap one fifty oh, yeah, to hundred. Absolutely. And so, what does the plates cost? Anywhere from maybe one fifty to three hundred dollars, depending on the level and sizes, mm-hmm. everything like that that you go with. Yep. And I mean, it's they're good things to have. I'm gonna, I'll, you know, my supply on some stuff right now. I'm probably gonna get an extra set just leaving my truck because people are flipping insane. So you never know what you might find yourself with. An extra set on. Yeah. Dad, you're crazy. Uh, slightly. Yeah. Now, do you let me ask you this? This is huge. Do you have for your kid and your wife? I need to see. Here's the thing. He's getting to the age where he's finally grown enough that he can have something like okay, that. Okay. Okay. Because he was too small. Yeah. So that kind of becomes me. 
or the wife, but she does have some. Just stand behind me. You know, yeah. I have a force multiplier. I have a book bat. Well, a clipboard, actually. Yeah. That will stop any handgun. And a lot of police officers um, use it. But it is Kevlar, just, um, it's about less than a half an inch. Mm-hmm. It's kind of heavy, but I put it in a book bag, and all of a sudden, my, my, I have a book bag that's literally bulletproof. And that yeah. thing, brand new, shipped, is like $60, $70. Yeah. And it's not bad. And then there's also ones we talk about, you know, aside from the body armor, that are a little bit less lethal for small suppliers. Um, and you can actually buy these in rounds. I don't know if they're still as available as they used to be. But whenever I first started getting into firearms, I, I wanted to kind of protect myself legally. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can buy tear gas rounds. You can buy mace rounds. You can buy that? Mm-hmm. Now, mace rounds, I, I mean, I didn't know you could buy that stuff. Yep. What, what 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 kind of – you have to have a gun to shoot them? Yeah. I mean, it won't, my AR-15 won't shoot them. Yeah, no, no, no. No, okay. no, like, typically, like, a 14 or 12-gauge, okay. especially ammo. You, okay. have, you have to search for them a little bit, but you can usually still find them. Um. But then obviously, like I know you just purchased the the Kimber. Is it like the two shot? No, no, no. I had that, and I actually replaced that with the gel. I had the Kimber, okay, the two shot here that I pointed at you last week, quite yeah, a bit, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is right here in case you get out of line. Okay, because I don't want to kill you, just wound you a little bit. No, that's only two shots, though, right? That's only two shots. Now the cans I bought are the same ones that it's called. Um, gosh, I can't remember the name of it now. It's the same as the police use. It's a gel. You get like 18 shots, man. You could just cover someone's body with this stuff, and it's a gel. So, the good thing about the gel, it goes a, a, a far distance, mm-hmm. but it does. There's no splashback or very little because it's a gel. And I forgot what the name of that is, but um, um, but yes, I replaced everyone's Kimber because everyone has one in their car. Yeah. With, um, with with the gel. Because my thinking was, you're in your car, someone's going to break your window. You can grab it and just shoot that. My wife and son, which yeah. don't carry a gun a lot of times, especially my son's too young, You can't. they could use the Kimber. But there's so much splash there that when he takes off, he won't be able to see. So that's why I got the gel in case he needed That's what my yeah, thinking was there. Precisely. So anyway, let's get to another one. Um, how about night vision goggles? I don't like night vision. Well, you know, if, dude, if, if you, you know, you knew I was going to say that, but go ahead. You know, if you if, if you're on a budget, you need to get into something and you want a force multiplier and say you're looking to spend maybe 500 to a thousand dollars. There are a few items that are out there now. Um, I know made by Fleur that you can get for a little bit less, uh-huh. but looking right into it, the comparison between night vision and thermal <laughs> imaging. There's there's such a huge difference. It's huge like, difference. Just save the money. Put extra money yes. aside. If you gotta wait six months. Here's the thing about night vision and someone could be in the woods and go from one tree to another tree and you they could blend in and you not even see them. Yeah. You just can't see them. They could have their head five inches above a bush and you could not you could not see them at all. It's just, but with thermal, if a guy had his hand on the tree and then walked behind, you will see the handprint. Yeah. And you will see him through the bushes. But there's a huge price difference. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I know people that have night vision and I know people have thermal. I would, the only problem is you can't, it's hard to walk with thermal. 
So I look at night vision as a mode of transportation, in a sense, that helps you get from one place to another place in the dark um, because, you you know, you have dual eyesight. I mean, the goggles, you can yeah. actually see movie. It's, it is it is better for walking around and doing things like that. See, I'll be honest. I don't even look at it. I, I would never buy goggles. I, I only believe in buying scopes. You can walk with a scope to your eye? Man, I'd take you out so quickly, and your eyeball would be no. That's, in not, the that's not that's not the point. See, the way this works is, <laughs> Kyle will own the thermal the thermal scope, uh-huh. and then I'll say Forrest. <laughs> on the calm. <laughs> Keep walking fifty yards that way. I got you covered, buddy. Dude, it always ends up with you exploding. I mean, it, you know, shooting someone or setting off C four. But on that point, though, good optics are another thing. Don't cheap out on stuff. Yes, you know. Well, see, I kind of disagree with that. I have a gun. I'm saying reliable optics. Look, okay. look, look on Amazon. Look on U.S. Yeah. Calvary. Yeah. You know, wherever you're going to look. And make and, sure that they have good reviews. And we had a question about a uh, a vest. We found many chest rigs. You sent me one that was on Amazon. Yeah, Amazon typically has a For ton of them. For $50 or $65. Yeah. I know that one was not for sale anymore, but I found it found it by someone else was selling it for about the same price. Yeah, typically Condor, even Blackhawk. Condor, Blackhawk. Entry yeah. level ones that are yes. very reasonable. Yeah, there's a, a prep store here in Charlotte um, called, I think it's called Stripe Back, and they have a good assortment of bulletproof vests. So, um, so again, I think night vision has its place. Um. But I think if I had if I had three thousand dollars, I would definitely go and save my money. Well, a good well good night vision is around twenty five twenty six hundred dollars. Um, I think that's um, generation three. But if, but if I could save another thousand dollars, I would definitely get a thermal yeah. um, scope. Uh, just real quick, because I've seen someone actually asked about a, it's an armor site. Yeah, Michael, he said about the PBS 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's night vision. But if you're going to be spending two to three grand, go ahead and put the money aside. That's and, what I would do. And just go for just go for the thermal imaging. It's cool. Night vision is cool. I mean, I may or may not have a pair. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll tell you this. I, in in in. But it has it has its place. You can't. It's hard to walk through a building with thermal vision. I'll be honest. Yeah. If you're in, a, in an urban environment, thermal is less useful than night vision. Yeah. The other thing because you can't see through the walls. The other thing, though, I will point out here. Like you think you might be able. One to. One of my favorite force multipliers, and this actually goes back on cover and concealment, is smoke grenades. And I, I have a pretty good variety of them. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I've seen YouTube, or you sent me some yeah. that people make them. The uh, well, they can make them, but a company to go with. Is um, it's called Enola Gaze, E N O L A, and then G A Y E, and they gay? make yeah gay. They okay. make some awesome smoke grenades. I think they have like an X eighteen model. Okay. That thing just sprays and sprays. It's on par with military spec. Are they pink color? What color? They have all varieties of colors. They have black. They have white. They have pink, <laughs> green, yellow, blue. So smoke grenades, and that is mostly. Yeah, I've seen videos and they're pretty impressive. Which I was surprised you could even first make them. Oh yeah. Are they yeah. legal to make? If you can buy tree, uh, what is it, tree stump remover from Lowe's, you can make one. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can. Okay. Yeah. Or you can crush up some ping pong balls. It's basically does the same thing. Okay. But I mean, 
Easy, easy stuff to make. I prefer theirs. Everything's already made. They're pretty cost effective. Okay. Um, but even something as you know as simple as hey, like you know, you need to make a distraction, throw one you know under your car or throw one inside your engine block and mm-hmm. set it off. And hey, I'm now in distress. Hey, you know, can you help me out? You know, something. Mm-hmm. Like, there's yeah, a lot of different scenarios. There's, there's green smoke coming out of my yeah, car. Not, not, not that you would want to leave green smoke. <laughs> <laughs> can you help me? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what, what do you have on your list of, uh, a force multiplier? I've got one that, um, that it, it, again, it's technology. It is a, uh, it's like a Dakota, um, alarm system that you can put around your retreat. And what it is, it seems, it sends an infrared beam from one location to a receiving station. And if that beam is broken, mm-hmm. it will alert you through the, I think it's a MERS or your ham radio could pick it, pick it up. But that, I mean, so being able to even have a barrier, even though it's a, you know, infrared invisible barrier, that's a force multiplier as well. And, yeah. and big triceps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's lots of things that, I mean, even smaller things like simple binoculars mm-hmm. are great to have. Um, signal mirrors, flare guns. Um, I'm not a big Proponent of signal mirrors. I know we've had this discussion yeah, we, before. I, I think they have their place, but they're, I mean, it's something simple. Like I, I carry one in my wallet. Yeah, it's you, just something simple mm-hmm. to have in there, and it, it doesn't mm-hmm. take up a lot of room, weight, anything like that. Yeah. Another really good one is having entry tools. Yes. And we, we've talked about having lockpick sets and mm-hmm. you know, yes. the, the jumbler keys and stuff yes. like that. In North Carolina, it is legal to practice and have lockpicks. Some some states is not legal. I'm probably guessing like New York and Illinois. Probably and, in California, yeah. probably. I don't know. Yeah. I never God would only wonder why. Look that up. Um, but yeah, there's so many force multipliers. Um, knowledge again, how to use tools, how to how to get through a door with without having a uh, you know a shotgun or lockpick. Yeah. How do you get through it quietly? You understand how a door jam works. Yeah. I mean, like a you know crowbar and using a kind of a pulley system. Well, and, and, and people, there's all kinds of people typically knowledge. think of force multipliers as strictly offensive. There's mm-hmm. also defensive force multipliers. That I know we we we're going to briefly touch on, but I mean, building the right barriers, having the right materials to build those things. Right. Even something as simple as you know extending the length of the screws that go into your door jams. Yes. Now it doesn't take one person to break into your door. It takes five people to try and break in there and, you know, an hour or something like that. Right. I, I personally have tested that out on doors, mm-hmm. and it definitely creates a huge pain in the rear end. Uh, traps. How about traps? Yeah, traps are another good one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and they blow up, right? That would yeah, be your no, no, trap. No, no, My no. trap would just... <laughs> We'd catch them by the leg and hang them from a tree kind yeah. of thing, let them dangle. Yours would be, they would be nothing but a pair of shoes there. <laughs> That's the difference. There between... were shoes left over. I was doing it wrong. <laughs> so force multiplier is a huge part of your preps. Um, now, it's not, this isn't, I would say this is, if you're a beginning prepper, you know, you got to have a gun. You got to have some of these, but when you get to night vision and thermal and this kind of stuff, that's way down your list of things. You got to have food and water and survival skills long before you get to this. Friends. Friends, yes. But but you gotta you gotta think through these things as you're as you're 
spending your money and, and getting trained and getting your skills. I mean, your first skill in the prepping shouldn't be learning how to pick a lock. It just shouldn't be. So there's need to be a progression. Um, and so, but this is, so some of the things we've talked about tonight are for more of an advanced uh, prepper, would you say, except maybe, you know, guns, knowledge and skills. I mean, some of the basics we covered in the beginning. Um, yeah. But um, how, I mean, how would you, so would you say the first thing, oh, what, one, one statement I wanted to make, and I think you'll agree, I think everyone needs to carry a gun at this day and age. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Everyone I, needs to get your carrying concealed. I'll take it a step further. A lot of people come to me and they say, like, hey, I want to go to the range and learn how to shoot a gun. That's not how we're going to learn to shoot a gun. Yeah, no. That's, that's not In the way an you indoor range or a lane 10 feet no, wide, that's wanna, not how you learn you how to, to shoot. You need to learn to run, jump, yes. roll, cover yourself in mud, yep. whatever. So I believe in this day and age, that should be one of the first I mean, even before you become a prepper, you should have a gun. Well, if you're a liberal, you should carry cans of spray paint. I wouldn't red. Even, I wouldn't even say that. Okay. I would say they should carry like a sippy cup or something. Oh, okay. A sippy cup. Yeah. I was thinking a spray paint with like they can make that red target. <laughs> yeah. On themselves. Sure, yes. Uh, and so but I think everyone needs to carry I mean, everyone that's a force multiplier that our laws allow you to carry to have and you need to do it plain and simple you got to have a carrying a seal license yeah if you're in california you just screwed in yeah. new york well i would say too uh, the next best thing is make sure you get really really good qualified training training and i'm not talking just your basic firearms class or even something a little bit advanced there's a lot of guys out there now who are retired navy seals retired mm-hmm. rangers yeah and they will put you through the ringer and really show you what to do if all you've done is shoot in an indoor range you are not ready for a competition. Plain and simple. You are not ready. If all you've done is shoot in an indoor range, that you are absolutely not qualified to carry a gun. Yeah. Would you agree with that? No, absolutely. You I, not I, be I went to a range the other day and I saw some folks and they were they were shooting one handed, not even hitting the paper, and I just was like, mm. I hope you try and rob me someday. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guys, this has been um, a good show. I mean, a good topic on Force Multiplier. Hey, um, we are here every Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on PrepperBroadcasting.com. You can catch our um, podcast on iTunes, Stitchers, all the different places. Um, It's called Prepping Academy, the the Prepping Academy show. Um, Hey, we might not be good, but we really love doing it. And we don't care what you think. No, I'm kidding. We, we don't. We we get feedback, but you know, we 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 listen to what we want to listen to, I guess. But um, we really uh, appreciate you guys that do listen to us. Um, next week, do you know what our topic's gonna be next week? We got less than a minute, man. I have no idea. I don't. Do we, we ain't talking about, it, did we? No, we gotta write something up. I quickly. guess we'll do that afterwards. Yeah, we don't know. But hey guys, um, again we appreciate it. Um, hey, we have you heard our sponsors? Oh, every night on Prepper Broadcasting, they actually have a live show. Some nights it's different times, but go to Prepper Broadcasting. Every night there's a, a different live show and some some good information. Make sure you check their channels out as well. And don't forget, sometime this week, this weekend, pitch it out to your friends. Crap on a cracker. That's the new thing. 
I'm going to sell those t-shirts. I'm going to put those up on Amazon. Okay, please do not do that. Oh, come on, dude. That's, that's hilarious. Come on. Oh, I crap my cracker. I mean, come on. No. On the cracker. Please, please don't. Do, okay, you can do that. That is crap. Go in your prepper store or gun store and say, crap on a cracker. Maybe we can get someone to do a discount for that. Like, go in your local prepper store and get 10% off. Crap on a cracker. That's the code. Dude, you are not right. Hey guys, join us next Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, prepperbroadcasting.com. Check out our podcast, and we'll get Kyle to come up with some crazy conspiracy Hey, thanks for listening. Today's broadcast has come to you through the courtesy of the Prepper Broadcasting Network. See our hosts, show schedules, archive programs, and more at PrepperBroadcasting.com. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Metro PCS. Hi, I heard you're giving free phones to everybody? Yes, right now everybody gets a free phone. You and your friends, cousins, neighbors. What if I'm already with Metro PCS? Yeah, it's for existing customers, new customers, people named Willie, dog lovers. That's awesome. Everyone gets a free phone at Metro PCS. Come choose your select free phone from brands like Samsung and LG. Metro PCS, wireless, figured out. Sales tax not included. Phones free after instant and mail-in rebates. Upgrade fee may apply. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Has your data been hacked? Do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online? Were you involved in the Target, LinkedIn, or Microsoft data leaks? Don't know? If not, then pay attention. Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered from fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at PrepperNet.com privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at PrepperNet.com privacy. We'll see you there.